0: God has the whole world in his hand. But what's even more special about God having the whole world in his hand is the fact that God knows each and every one of us. Like the stars up in the heaven that he has given a name. And he knows them individually. He knows us. As members of the body of Christ, as members of the church of Christ, as Christians, he chose us. And he has us especially in his hand. I sat there while Brother... Sam read through 1 Corinthians 15. And it's something about that chapter. See, some people only get excited about the resurrection once a year. And in case you didn't know, Sunday after next is Easter. April 1st. So some folks uh, start cranking up and ironing and washing their holy clothes. They're resurrection suits and outfits. Yeah. But folks, this is something we should be rejoiceful about every day. amen. not just every Sunday,, amen. every day,. Amen. And there's a, a section of 1 Corinthians 15 that I just get excited, I smile and man, it just makes me so happy to be a Christian. Because when you stop and think about what you go through in this life, yes, when you consider what's in the beyond, what's just a little distance off, because we don't know how long we got left mm, that's right. on this side. That's right. Man, there's going to be a change like you've never seen in your life. And what's even so amazing is the change won't take long. Verse 51, it said, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. How, how, how short? How fast is a twinkle? How 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 rapid is just the blink? Yeah. Oh, this won't be no long drawn out process here. God got the whole world to judge. Yeah. And it won't be prolonged and it won't be drugged out. But the truth of the matter is how we live is how well I should say how we live helps determine where we want to go. In a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. There's a glorified body awaiting us. Amen. That's something better than what we spend all this time and money on milk, tuck, cut, uh-huh. life pole, and all this other stuff. Let me tell you, there's something greater Amen. and so much more marvelous. Yeah than this, than this, I'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned about how you take care of this temple, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying this life that we live should be more focused on this glorious body that we're going to put on one day, because we know this is going back to the dust, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Yeah. For this corruptible or this sin nature must put on incorruption. And this mortal, this mortal must put on immortality. Yeah. This mortal, we don't have to worry about death anymore. Right. I look forward to that new heaven. And I knew her. Where John writes, he writes He said, no more dying. No more crying. No more pain. No more tears. We're going to put this off. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Death is swallowed up. Why is that so important? Death is swallowed up in victory. You, you, You stop and think, even among Christian folks, what is one of the greatest fear in people? Dying. Why should it be? It shouldn't. Even when God is allowing us to know, man, you live right, you could die right. Amen. You die right, you could get up right. And if you get up right, ain't nothing to fear. Death is swallowed up in victory. And here's the question. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh great Where is your victory You thought The devil thought With all his plotting and tempting and, and, And bamboozling And everything that he set forth To try to trip Jesus up And to do unto him To tempt him To cause him to sin He thought When it all came down to the end When he went to the cross Oh the devil was ready to throw a party But the devil just didn't understand. Mm. It wasn't that he had won anything. It was Jesus' love for the Father. It was the Father's love for mankind. It was this great united love that took Jesus to the cross. And it was Jesus' humility that he would go. And even at the cross. Or oh, you can hear Satan playing in his party. We got him. We got him. But I want you to know something. Those nails didn't hang him there. Didn't keep him there. What can a nail do. Against a son of God. It was love, folks. It was love. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Because even after declaring it is finished, even after removing him off the cross and burying him in a borrowed tomb, Oh, you can hear. You can hear things cranking up and the excitement beginning to warm up. We got it. We got it. But one Sunday morning, one Sunday morning, that was a change. Oh, Grave, where is your victory? You thought you could hold him down. You thought you had completed your task. But folks, this is why we as Christians should always, always. I don't care what you encounter in life. You should learn to reflect back on 1 Corinthians 15 and think about, man, this is our hope. This is our victory. This is what we're living for. One day for me to put on glory. That glorious body. I won't need a surgeon who practiced medicine down here on this earth. Man, I'm going to have the surgeon of surgeons. Who could change. Who could make everything change in the twinkling of an eye. Won't need anesthesia. Won't be no slip-ups or cuts or any type of abusing or thing going wrong. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God which gives us which gives us the what? Victory. The victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's something we gain through this hope. There's something we gain through this resurrection. There's something we can hold on to when we talk about the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Verse 58 says therefore in other words he's tying in this thought along with what was just aforestated. stated. Therefore, knowing what was just said, therefore knowing that guess what? We have victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, you need to be steadfast. Unmovable. Always, not sometime, always. Always, always what? Abounding. Always striving. Always doing better. We talked about in Sunday school this morning about wholeheartedly being committed, being totally given into something or given over to it. Heartedly be steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Not you trying to build and establish your own kingdom in heaven here on earth. In the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Amen. Stop and think. Everything now is under the feet of Jesus. I want you to just stop and think about this now. Matthew 28 18, Jesus yeah. said, All power is given unto me yeah. in heaven and earth. Jesus came off the cross, was buried, got up on the third day conquer. Send it to heaven. Sit at the right hand of God. And I know we we quote this scripture and we talk about it all the time but let me tell you something. It's a power in Philippians 4.13 I don't think you thought about. Man, death couldn't keep Jesus down. Hmm. If the grave couldn't conquer him. And if he got up and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God. Do you know what is at our disposal? When the scripture said, I can do all things through who? Through who? That what? Strengthens Strengthens us. I don't have a reason to fear death. I know that ain't going to go far on some (laughs) of you. But it just amazes me. And, And you need to ask yourself how can I be in love with somebody I don't want to die to go see? Mm. And to be honest, what you find out sometime, if you be honest with yourself, you may just find out you're in love with this world. Mm. And there are some things in this world that has an attachment on you that you're not willing to admit. That you're attached to. The scripture says. It was brought out in Sunday school this morning. That if, if, if you love these things that are in the world. Something's not in you. Right? God ain't in you. What do we have? When we look at this resurrection what can we what can we have hope about regarding this resurrection what can we be assured of concerning this resurrection man we could be assured of everything that is written we could be assured that it is real We have everything in the world to rejoice and keep our head up about because this world is not our home. And regardless of how tough and how rough times may come, I know the end of the story. And if I'm willing to walk by faith and believe what these words say, folks, I'll march on. Folks, I'll keep believing. And folks, I'll keep serving. Because I know whatever it is I'm holding on to and believing in and having to continue to do, I know it won't be in vain. Amen. Sometimes the devil will tell you it ain't worth it. And I'm telling you to tell the devil he's a lie. Amen. If it's for the glory of God and it's according to his will, you tell the devil, he's a liar. Amen. And, and trust me, you're not telling him anything he don't already know. Right. He's been informed of that a long time ago. As a matter of fact, he knows that's his nature. But my concern is, to what you believe? You be steadfast. And close. What, what, what does it mean to be steadfast? Huh? What does it mean? The scripture said, Be ye steadfast. Be established. Yeah. Be firm with your faith. Hebrews 11 to 6 says, For without faith, what? You can't please God. Man, Do you believe what you believe? Don't be wavering. That's right. Don't be shifting. Be steadfast. Let let me put it to you this way. You you, you get up, you go to work on your job. Mm -hmm. Then you sense somebody might be trying to move you out of your job. Mm -hmm. You tighten up, don't you? Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. You, You start making those deadlines. You might even show up at work a little early. (laughs) Why? Because you want to make it known that, you know what? I'm serious about keeping this job. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to be rooted in this. I'm going to get you to see. That's what being steadfast in the Lord is about. Not trying to make an impression on men. But proving your devotion and your loyalty to God. Be steadfast, be established. What else? Unmovable. Not allowing your faith to be moved from the cross of Christ. Keeping that cross in the focus all the time. Always remembering what He did for you. What He did for me. What He did for us. Even when we weren't deserving. What more can you ask of a man than to lay down his life? Jesus laid down his life. Greater love had no man than this. And for a man to lay down his life for who? His friend? And they say, you are my friend if you do whatsoever I tell you. Amen. Be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Telling others what Jesus has done. Telling others what he could do for them. Telling others salvation is fully free. Telling others there's room at the cross for you and for me. Telling others there's a better way of living. Reminding others his love is plentiful. And he has already proven that because he so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Always abound. Always abounding. Always abounding. It don't say anything about taking a break. It don't say anything about measuring yourself against others. Always abounding. You got to remember what he did for you. Always abounding. That's why the cross. Man, this once a year thing. Putting on some. Sunday clothes and dressing up and acting like you got a relationship with God. No, this thing is bigger than one day, one Sunday out of a year. That's right. This thing is bigger than that. This thing should be our lifestyle. Yeah. And remembering what God has done for us. Yeah. Man, that's the resurrection power. We know the end of the story. But my question is. Are you going to be a part. Of the victory chapter. Because some. Aren't going to be. So fortunate. Are you. Part of the victory chapter. But won't be no more dying. No more crying. No more pain, no more suffering? Or will you be in that position where you will be absent from the presence of God forever? Man, what is the hope of being absent from the presence of God? There is no hope, there is no comfort, there is no joy, there's nothing to look forward to good. In the absence of God but that's what's the Bible that's what the Bible teaches for them who are going to be caught in that time when Christ returns with his angels in and flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel who didn't see the power of the resurrection who didn't accept and then believe they shall be forever punished from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. What hope is there? There is no hope. So when you feel like life is getting the best of you, when you feel like life is being unfair, when you feel like The tables are being turned on you, and you just want to cry, and you want to complain, and you want to say, Life is not fair. Just remember He said, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. And if that's not enough, look to the cross. He bore it all. Isn't that the song we sing? He bore it all. He bore it all. And he bore it all so that you and I don't have to go to that cross like he did. We're blessed, folks. We're blessed. And being as blessed as we are, we should be some loving people. We should be some giving people. We should be some helpful people. We should be some rejoiceful people. And realizing and understanding what we have in this resurrection hope. Man. We got it. Ray Charles once said a long time in a commercial. He said you got the right one baby. You got Jesus. You got the right one. Amen. Yes, sir. You got the right one. Hold your heads up. Hold your heads up. Stop complaining about what you can't have in this life. Stop acting like you've been cheated and, and you're losing out on something in this life. You ain't losing out on anything that God can't replace or give you even greater down the road. Amen. Just put your faith and trust in God. Sometimes you're praying and asking for something that's going to end up making you worse off than what you already are. That's right. Sometimes we try to afford things that it, it ain't. It's not only in our financial financial budgets. Sometimes it's not in our spiritual responsibility responsibility budget. Right. We're not even spiritually mature enough to handle. Amen. Because God knows, guess what? You'll turn into a thief and you'll rob. Yeah. Yeah. Over things and stuff. Yes, sir. Sometimes God trying to get your attention. Yeah. But but I got to have it. Mm. And God can step out the way. Yeah. To allow you to prove to yourself. Just who you really are. Mm -hmm. Be steadfast, yes, sir. Unmovable, and don't ever give up. Amen. On abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Because one day we're gonna stand before. The Bible says, "Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord." Yeah. Yeah. And it also says something following that. It said, and their works yeah. shall follow them. Something's gonna follow you. Yeah. And if what you and if what follows you isn't of the Lord, mm-hmm. you got a problem. Yes, sir. God don't want your car. He don't want your house. That's right. He don't need your credit card. He don't need anything of this world to make it. God is God. But I tell you what he does. He wants you to present your bodies a living sacrifice unto him holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service. He wants you to not to be conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that Good and acceptable, perfect yeah. will of God. Yeah. Be steadfast. And man, what you might not get in this life, materialistic wise, will never compare to that mention. Man, you're getting glory. Amen? Amen. That's my lesson. I ain't got to wait to April 1st to get it signed. Right. Talking about Easter. Yeah. Talk, this, is, this is the Sunday Jesus got up. How can this be a Sunday he got up? And this Sunday moves around every year. Yes, sir. And <laughs> Now, which lie is the truth? All right. All right, now. Man, let's just stick with the book. Yes, sir. He got up on the first day of the week. Amen. That's why we're so privileged to commune with it. Yeah. Man, that's special. Yes, it is. That's special. Yes, it is. Man, this is, this is my blood. This is my blood. He said, this is my blood, which yeah. was shed for, who? For many. This is my body. Yeah. Man, that's special. Yes, it is. <clears throat> this do what? Remembrance of me. And remembrance of me. Yes, sir. Hang in there. Hold on. Yeah. Stay faithful. Yeah. And one day you're going to hear him say, Well done. Man. Well done. What did Jesus say in John 14 and 1? Don't let your heart be troubled. That's right. You believe in God. Also. Believe also in me. Yeah. And my father's house what? Many mansions. Many mansions. If it were not so, guess what? I would have told you I ain't yes, playing no games with you. Alright. This is real. Yeah. Just as sure as you're born, you're gonna die. Amen. And your soul is gonna spend eternity mm-hmm. somewhere. Yes, sir. Let's make sure when we walk out of these doors this evening. Let's make sure we know we're heaven bound. man. Brother Kyrie text me. The young lady that was visiting here with uh, visiting them, their family from Miami said they found a brother dead this morning. Yeah. In well, uh, back there. And it's a what? And someone back, y'all. Yeah. Where is death? Where is death? Everywhere, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And one day, death is gonna knock. Death is gonna knock at your house door. Yeah. Or death gonna flag you down while you drive. Yeah. Death may be waiting for you on your job. Yeah. Last week, the folks out in Miami cross over on this bridge and drive under this bridge every day and don't think about anything. But it collapsed. Yeah. It collapsed. Yeah. Several people died. Yeah. A lot of people got hurt. Yeah. Think about it, folks. We just go through life about ourselves and thinking about ourselves not realizing, man, death could just be walking right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And your time is up. Yeah. A bridge collapsed. Who would think if you drive across the bridge or walk under the bridge every day, man, the last thing in your mind is this bridge is going to drop on me. Yeah. You ain't got to be sick. That's right. That's right. To leave here. That's right. I don't care what men may classify your death as. It don't matter. That's right. It's called Hebrew 9.27. Yes, sir. An appointment. Yes, sir. That we all must keep. Amen. Let's walk out of here today with a renewed mind. Amen. Let's walk out of here today knowing our hope is assured in Christ. Let's walk out of here steadfast. Let's walk out of here with our minds made up that we're not going to be moved. Let's walk out of here today knowing that what we do every Sunday and Monday and Wednesday and as we live day to day To the glory of God, we know, we know it's not in vain. Let's let's live and know it's worth living for. Can we do that today? God has done His part. He gave His best. Jesus has done His part. He humbled Himself and loved the Father enough to even suffer and go through what He went through. What are you willing to do? We'll find out one day. What's our song, Jerry? 194. 194. You're here today. You haven't obeyed the gospel? This is your day. Not tomorrow. This is your day. Today is the day of your salvation. The day you hear for us. Pardon our church. You ready? You know where you stand. <laughs> Whatever it is you need to do, get it right with right yeah. One more thing. My neighbor last Sunday got home, sitting there, paramedics, fire truck, everything pulling up in front of my house. Um, I look at Lisa, look at April, I said, ain't nobody else here to drop dead. Why are they pulling up in front of my house? A next door neighbor having a stroke. Praise God. He came home. Friday. And let me just throw this in. You know the first thing he told me when I went over to his house. We're talking to him. He said bear. I ain't smoking no more. He said. I'm changing my life. Thought I'd just throw that in there. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. He said smoking them all. He said, I had bought eight packs of cigarettes. He said, I got rid of them. Yeah. He said, man, what I had to go through, he said, I had 100% blockage in this one artery, um, 60% in this other one. And this one, it was just so blocked. He said, it couldn't do anything. He said, they couldn't even put a stent in it. Mm-hmm. I just smiled at him. He said, "You yeah, ain't got to say that." Nah. It's about to tell you what I ain't smoking another cigarette, Amen. I said, "Now all you need to do is you come on here, all the way in where you need to be, Amen. Folks, even when people are in darkness, God is still showing His mercy. Amen. He's yeah. showing His grace. Yeah. And we know where we've been. Amen. We tasted his goodness. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be like a dog and turn to your own phone? Why? Is that so nasty? Is it really? Well, if it's so nasty, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Amen. I've said no. What's the song, Jerry? 194. 194? Yes, sir. Come on, get a song book. Come on, let's sing. Somebody needs some encouragement. Amen. Somebody needs to be encouraged this evening. Let's admonish one another. Amen. Let's encourage one another. Because let's do what the scriptures say. Because through singing, there is even teaching. Amen. 194? 194. Let us stand and let us sing.